What's up, y'all? My name is Cars Epps. Most people know me by Armand, you know, from Beaufort, South Carolina. I go to South Carolina State University, major in sports management and entrepreneurship. You know, I'm just here with my boy, man. Last podcast in Carolina, man. Let's do it. We global with it. We global. <laughs> we global with it. Um, today, it was announced South Carolina State University coming with a college of agriculture. So I want to read the announcement here. It says, the South Carolina State University Board of Trustees on Tuesday established a College of Agriculture and Family and Consumer Sciences at the university. The new college is the latest milestone in the university's efforts to bolster agricultural research, education, and outreach in South Carolina. It is critical that we are opening a program at this level, particularly because the largest industry in South Carolina is farming. With this college, we will be teaching new farming techniques. The students will be on the cutting edge to not only help South Carolina, but also have a global impact. Rodney Jenkins, chairman of the Board of Trustees said, the effort is in keeping with South Carolina State's founding as a land grant institution in 1896. While South Carolina State has continued to offer agriculture related programs, it has been 50 years since the university has such an entity the School of Agriculture, South Carolina State, 1896. So that's major right there. What's, what's your initial thoughts, brother? Talk to me. Man, I just feel like, first, it's a, like you said, it's a, it's a, new, it's a new milestone because uh, not, mo- not many people, especially coming up from the South as well, millennials, we don't think about farming. All we think about is uh, sports and rapping. And they don't realize, like, how we really get our food, like, from... At like back in the days, it's really from farming. I grew, I was blessed to grow up with like three farmers, and uh, two of them, two of them still doing. One of them, he uh, just got older. He just uh, couldn't uh, keep up with it, and they really, it just amazes me because like they actually started it from the ground up, and they're like it's a certain season where they have certain things, and it just grows. You can just watch it grow, and it's something I want to get into later on in life. You know, just that, just to uh, call it my own and say I did this right here. So yeah, and I think this is it's great. It's not something new, but it is returning back to the roots. Right. So as far as land grant institutions in the state of South Carolina, you have two universities: uh, Clemson University and also South Carolina State University. And this is a step in the right direction. It has to be cultivated properly. Uh, when we talk about that pure and organic wave, like this is <laughs> this is where it's at out there cultivating those seeds right. and um, just changing up the approach. It's so many of our people, they have knowledge, they have wisdom as far as agriculture goes, even in Orangeburg, where the university is located, but it's still a food desert. And that's right. that doesn't even make sense mm-hmm. to have an agricultural. It, we can we can really turn this into an agricultural hub through the 1890 program. And this is definitely something I'm going to reach out and do all that I can do with. Earlier this year, we're going to pull this up as well. This is the farmland that spoke about in Olar. And that's 200 acres of farmland. This farm will be a testing site for the latest farming technologies and equipment, President Clark said. 
Here we will train our students to the vital work to preserve our environment. My first interest is to sustain and grow things, says South Carolina mm-hmm. State University student Christian mm-hmm. Norman. Shout out, shout out Chris, man. <laughs> Industrial hemp made me want to learn more about it because the minority community doesn't really have access to farms. Now, now think about that statement right there, bro. It says the minority community doesn't really have access to farms. Right. In South Carolina, the majority of us, we grew up right by the right. farm. In the country. We grew up in the country, but right. to say we don't have access to it, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a mental thing too, right. because we have to want to have access to these things. We have the one to get out there, get our hands in the dirt mm-hmm. and plant these seeds in order to actually to take this somewhere. But I, I believe this is this is major, man. Right. This is this is definitely major. What else do we have right here? For me, my grandparents, all the way back to my great great grandparents, they were all farmers in the Blightwood area. Mm-hmm. So it's something that's it's true, man. It's like it's in me already. Right. So education, yeah, this is something that I'm passionate about, but I can educate on agriculture. So it, all of this can tie in together, looking at what 1890 already has going on with their research mm-hmm. and the land grant within the university or at the university. Right. Yeah, I feel like it's about like making those connections and, and bringing it back to home at the same time. Right, like... This is a guy in my church. He uh he has his own farm in Sheldon, South Carolina. Like he has land. Like he really has the land. Like right there in this yard, he got a regular house. And like this side, he got on the right side is like farmland. Then he bought land across the street, and it still does his farm work there. And it's like it's crazy. He's still keeping it up to this day. And you know where the farmers market is in Columbia, right? Right outside of Columbia. I think, hold on, you said the like, farmers. If right? you take the back roads up from Orangeburg going into Columbia, you'll pass by the farmers market mm-hmm. on the right. It's right outside of Columbia, over near the Casey area. I think I know what you're talking about. It's near that. Well, that's like. Do they have like a. Is it close by a flea market? I know. Um, there is a flea market on the way, yeah. It's like the, all those towns we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. like. Um, Denmark, both all like going. Oh, up, like going. Okay, the back road. Up, yeah, the back okay, road for real. Exactly what you're talking about now. <laughs> so, that's the state farmers market. Mm-hmm. And like you talk about Orangeburg being a food desert, mm-hmm. um, lacking a lot of resources, a lot of things. You go downtown right off the campus, mm-hmm. and you see a lot of shops that are empty. Right. And that was something that always stood out to me. You know, how is it? University of Claflin, University of South Carolina State, you have classes at these universities teaching about business, but there's so many empty businesses right, right here in the community. Right. Why can we not actually invest? Why can't we make these things happen? Like, mm-hmm. let's not just teach about it. Let's not learn about it, but like, let's actually practice what it is that we're learning about. And that's mm-hmm. the, the greatest thing about this agricultural project. I feel mm-hmm. it's not saying to have an agricultural school where students just come sit in the classroom. Like, no. Nah, right. You, you learn out there in the field. All right, the get dirt. your hands dirty. <laughs> get your hands dirty. <laughs> you got to cultivate them seeds. And that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something I noticed moving throughout the state as well. I believe I spoke on this on the podcast. Is that it bothered me to go into towns and 
see food deserts, see the town just depleted of all resources, you name it. Mm-hmm. From education, the school look terrible, the playground mm-hmm. terrible, there ain't no net in the rim. The rim might not even be on the goal. How you got a goal with no rim? A straight backboard. Just backboard. I I, and that, it was like that for me. I remember in elementary school, we pretended that we had a hoop. Yeah, we uh, just, we just shot the ball. No, all we had was the backboard. Oh, man. We ain't have nothing. Imagination. But we, we, we were still shooting, though. Hey, man. We were shooting. <laughs> you got you to gotta shoot your shot regardless if right. there's a goal there or not. But, yeah, it was just a backboard. Damn. And going into a lot of these towns, I see these rural towns in South Carolina. Uh, one, for example, I would say Winsboro, Fairfield County. Winsboro is a couple of minutes from where I grew up at in Ridgeway. But Winsboro, the nicest thing I see in Winsboro is the funeral home. And that's sad. It's sad to say that, that you go into these small rural towns and the nicest building is the funeral home. Mm. The hearse outside sitting on chrome, it's all shiny, it's ready to go. Damn. They taking money, they taking money, they taking money. And I'm not dissing that industry. Because I understand that death is something that none of us can avoid. It's something that those are needs that need to be met. However, it's backwards the way, the approach that we currently have. These towns do not have resources toward education, towards nutrition, but yet there's money already there towards death, towards the end. Mm -hmm. And... I think there's a, a direct comparison that can be made there or correlation between the two because we're talking about life and we're talking about death. Mm-hmm. The doctors, you go in there, they may tell you to have a balanced diet, but they're not really telling you what you need to eat as far as proper nutrition mm-hmm. and what type of foods. And I really feel like this is just a backwards <laughs> way of life. And we have to return to what's natural to us, was original to our people, this farming, these things that we already had. We had this down, this process of cultivation. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's, that's true to us. And by returning to it, we will be more and more healthy. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Exactly. There go Dr. Anderson right there. Just, <laughs> just text me about the program. I'm about to get him back after this. But even on these numbers, bro, so check this out. So the average number of deaths in the state of South Carolina per year is 23,249. 23,000 people, 23,249 people. So on the low end, it says an average funeral can cost $795. So that would be $18,482,955. We know it's more than that actually going into that industry. So on a high end, they say an average funeral is around 9,000. That's more realistic. That would be $219,703,050. So just looking at them numbers, it's like, where do we put our money? Why is it that the money going into education, the money going into agriculture, how we actually feed ourselves, mm-hmm. how we produce a way of life. It's sad, man. I feel like it's a way of prioritizing and morals in this, in a way. Because 
it's really like what you really look look to do and what you look to uh con- what's like what you want to consume like it could be mentally or physically either way and that it's different right now because of the way of you know influences and uh yeah I just feel like it's influences of what you really want to do because that's just like there's no life right now like you can tell us like nobody wants to like go green nobody wants the positive stuff you know what i'm saying it it all correlates it's weird man it's like who's leading there's no life right now think about <laughs> what you just said bro and that's mm-hmm. the exact thing that i had when i traveled into these towns mm-hmm. where's the life <laughs> it's, hey, i see you. i see these people over here profiting off death mm-hmm. off of our people dying Mm-hmm. But where's the life? Where are the children that playing on the playground? Right. Where are the children that's learning? The school ran down. Right. Grass all grown up. Mm-hmm. The windows not clean. Windows broken. Windows broken, man. Mm-hmm. You you see it like Facts. it's it's rough, man. Right. And the corridor shame. It's been there. Yeah. Our state has been the lowest in education since me and you were born. Right. And that's bad, man. How do you consecutively consecutively rank at the bottom? I mean, damn. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm so serious right Dang, now. I'm so bro. serious. Like, damn. That's y'all ain't y'all ain't had one year that y'all put up some numbers. Man, I mean, y'all could have came in like fifth, sixth. We could have at least took that. But y'all been consecutively at the bottom to all these other states. Right. That means we behind Alaska, Louisiana, all these other southern states. So it can't just be South Carolina. Something is going on. It's backwards. I just want to know, like, uh, who's getting the top dollars industry-wise in South South Carolina as a whole? That's what I really want to see. Because then we would really, like, figure out where, which way, what direction they trying to go into or which way they are going into now. Like, Okay, break that one down for me. Break that one down, that question. Oh, uh, because, like, you say how education isn't really building, mm-hmm. right? It's more so isolated. Like, as public schools, I want to see, like, which, like, what industry, well, not industry, but what, you know, gets the most money, you know, when they're spending, spending-wise. Because I feel like... The government, like you told me, like the government, well, the district gives like the school a certain amount of budget, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to know what the government, what gets the most money? Because it can't be, it can't be land. It can't, not land. It can't be, uh, what's it called? Dang. Yeah, it can't be the cities or towns. Matter of fact, it'd probably be like the uh, tourists. I think it's tourist land because you see how Hilton Head is really nice. And Myrtle Beach is really nice and stuff like that. I feel like it's attractions that's probably getting the most money instead of, like, the schools. Because you have kids, man. Like, the kids are the future. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much of that is state-funded, though. Those things actually do bring in a lot of income to the state. Uh, Hilton Head area. Mm-hmm. Um, Myrtle Beach, like you mentioned. Even when I taught at Hilton Head, though, this was something that I noticed. Mm-hmm. The public school. I was at Creative Arts. And there weren't any, like, the student population of that school was not just the student population of the area. No. Down there on Hilton Head, if those parents can afford it, they send their kids to charter schools or to private schools. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why public education has been devalued because of private schools 
and these other alternative options. Mm-hmm. They have, when, when schools were integrated, mm-hmm. a lot of white people were upset about it. And <laughs> they pulled their students, they, they right. took them to the church. Right. They were like, this is a way, it's our religion. Mm-hmm. This is a way that we can um, keep our students away from another group or crowd of students. Right. And that's why to this day, the majority of these such and such Christian school, Catholic school, right. you name it. They're segregated. Yeah, it's a almost that, all white population. Yeah, yeah, they may allow a brother or sister in here or there that's mm-hmm. gifted in sports or gifted in entertainment. Mm-hmm. You don't see that many kids. Okay, you're gifted academically, so you're going over here to such and such um, mm-hmm. Christian school, such and such. Now, are there cases? Yes, I'm not going to sit here and say that. The schools are still segregated based off of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking majority. Right. And that's what we see. Um, and, bro, so, like, as far as the, the industry that you were saying, farming is still major, though. Farming right. is key in South Carolina. Right. And our people have a, a role and a seat at that table. For sure. It's something that we've been doing. And I'm reading right here this 1890. I mean, we can read exactly what it says as far as Congress passing the act in 1890 mm-hmm. and the program that has existed at South Carolina State. It's been 50 years since South Carolina State has a school of agriculture. Isn't that what I said, bro? That it was, mm-hmm. it's been 50 years since SC State has had a school of agriculture. 50 years since the university has had such an entity. The School of Agriculture. That don't even make sense. And we all supposed to be like, agriculture, man. In the state of South Carolina, in an area where there's a food desert, it's been 50 years. That's food. That's the food right there. I mean, that's a lifetime for some people, bro. Our people out here only living to be 60 and 70 because of the Mm -hmm. things going into their body and the things going into their mind. 50 years? I, I mean, this major, bro. Some right. people out here focused on who coming for homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have this person. We gonna have yeah. that person. Right. Nah, bro. We got a agric a school of agriculture, man. Bro, this and is you know major. What? That's that's gonna bring people from probably like and up north down here. Like that's gonna make a lot of college decisions right there because of what people want to look into. Like, and it's something that we have to promote, especially yeah. the young black males. Um. That this is a way, 1890 program, they have certain things out there that will take care of your tuition. Right. If you, not just tuition, housing, mm-hmm. um, the 1890 program, I wish I had it pulled up already um, so I could speak on it a little bit better. But 1890 is at a lot of the uh, historically black colleges and universities. I know uh, North Carolina A&T also has the program. Mm-hmm. So there are schools that have had... Um, 1890 land grant institutions. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I want to see this this grant and scholarship so I can speak on it a little bit better. It's a certain time of year that you have to uh, apply by. And if there's something that you're serious about. Okay, here we go. So the USDA 1890 National Scholars Program was established in 1992 as part of the partnership between the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the 1890 land-grant universities. So 
There's a lot of different HBCU, HBCUs, FAMU, Alabama A&M, um, Alcorn, like you name it, bro. Mm -hmm. There's some big name schools out there, Prairie View, uh, Tuskegee, Tennessee State. These are a lot of universities where people want to be at. Mm -hmm. The goal of the USDA 1890 National Scholars Program is to increase the number of minorities studying agriculture, food, natural resource sciences, and the related disciplines. National scholars are required to study in the following or related disciplines, and it basically breaks down the different fields you can go in that falls under agriculture. So this is going to produce, like, look at this. I want you to see this list right here. That's a lot of different degrees and approaches you right. can take. And you know what? Those all are need-based businesses, too, especially, like, for the people that want to really get into that. And his right. jobs and his careers that it'll produce. Right. So as far as this school of agriculture, it's not even a price that you can put on like mm -hmm. how much this is worth. Like no, right. it's invaluable. <laughs> yeah. And it's something that we really need. Um, eligibility isn't too bad. It says you have to be a U.S. citizen, a three point GPA, mm -hmm. and have been accepted to the to the university. So one of the 19, 1890 historically black land grant universities. And you just had to submit your transcript. So that's what it is. Like if you, you about this, you're interested in it, you should definitely uh, look into it and take care of your tuition, your housing, your meal plan. I believe 1890 covers everything. Right, that's what free school right there, man. Just about. But, you know, we're not, we're not telling you all to do it because of the free school. I'm saying, like, if you're serious about this. Because right. it's going to be some work now. Yeah, you Agriculture. Get your hands dirty. <laughs> in the heat. In the cold. Like, play around if you want to. Like, right. oh, I'm just here for the scholarship. Nah, nah big fella, you going to go ahead and head out to the field. Right. Time to cultivate them seeds, man. That's right. what it's all about. But this is major, bro. And I don't want it to sound like we're just rambling. But I'm excited. Mm -hmm. It's something I'm definitely excited about and to see where it goes. Right. Not necessarily just for the university, but the impact that this can have on the community. Right. I have to shout out my brother Jael. Um, had the garden right there on South Carolina State campus. Six beds. <laughs> had the carrots. The pure and organic carrots. The mm -hmm. pure and organic fruits and vegetables. And now to see this because see, he this is his feel as far as agriculture, but now to actually have a school of agriculture, like that's, that's major. And we can open up gardens. We can do all different types, like where this could potentially go. It's, you know what? That just gave me an idea. My, uh, my boy Deontay, he, uh, he studies that too. I gotta see what he think about it because when he first got there, he was like, dang man, like this is my major agriculture and business. And there's no uh no place to do nothing. Yeah. And like he is a junior now, he had we can say that we got land now. And it's time to get now it's time to get to work. So. Exactly. And even the land that me and uh Jael have to work um that was gifted to us, the mm -hmm. two acres. Mm -hmm. Uh we have big plans for that, actually getting seeds in the ground this next season coming up. Right. Uh the main thing that I'm focused on is this beekeeping. I'm excited, bro. <laughs> bees? Bees, man. We're going to oh, have that, that organic honey, man. Go out there and get the honey. Ah, oh, man. Like, having the bees got, on the suits. land. 
Y'all got the suits and stuff. I don't too? have the suits yet, but gonna have the suits. Right. It, it, like I like I said about the the, the backboard earlier. Yeah. Even, just because you're on the rim, you gotta keep shooting. <laughs> nah, but we definitely we gonna work on the suits. Um, getting everything set up uh, is is something that's still in the works. Right. If anybody out there has expertise in that area as far as beekeeping, please reach out to me um, on any of the social media sites. My email is there. Reach out to me because it's something I'm serious about getting the beekeeping going on this land that we have and producing some pure and organic honey. That's what it's all about. Honey has a lot of great benefits for right. the body. That's so natural. having that that raw honey, and man, is different. I'm not going to lie. My mom always told me that um, my throat was sore. Get the uh, teaspoon of honey. <laughs> teaspoon of honey, <laughs> I'm man. telling you, man. You don't let honey get to the money. That's what mm -hmm. it's all about. Like <laughs> The pure and organic way, but... I just wanted to put that in there. Shout out to the brother Jael. Um, this isn't something that's new. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's just being implemented at the university. No, the university is returning to its roots. And that's a beautiful thing to see. Right. Staying true to itself, not selling out, not compromising, not mm -hmm. running to someone else. Like, yeah, we got our own. Changing up. That's what it's all about having our own and doing for ourselves. Right. And it starts with agriculture. Mm -hmm. If you can't feed yourself, all this other stuff is irrelevant, bro. Right. What good is it to have a program of business and mm -hmm. all these other things that are so, um, I don't have the word right now, just elaborate things. Mm -hmm. There is so much thought being going into it, the arts. Mm -hmm. That's what we were talking about earlier as far as homecoming, mm -hmm. the band. Love the band now. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody love the band. Thanks, man. Everybody love the band. Watching one on one. When the band come through, oh man. Everybody <laughs> love the band. Everybody love the football team. Mm -hmm. But none none of that goes without proper nutrition. Right. And it's sad that we have to go to other people to properly mm -hmm. feed us. Yeah. When we can produce that for ourselves right here in our own communities. And I feel like that's what this is it gives us that opportunity, man. If people are serious about it, get out there, apply to South Carolina State University or one of these other HBCUs that have a College of Agriculture if you're interested in it. Um, if you need any help as far as university, reach out to me, reach out to Epps, mm -hmm. reach out to brothers. Like all the brothers you see around me, I don't know any of them that'll just turn somebody down if you DM them talking about Hey, look here, bro. I'm not in college right now, but this is something I'm striving to do. I just need some help as far as maybe filling out such and such for financial aid mm -hmm. or doing such and such here. Or what's your experience been out at this university, been like at this university? I'm interested in going here, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? None of them brothers are going to turn you away. We want to see brothers succeed and we're trying to set the bar high. But we want to see people set the bar even higher. Facts. And that's what it's all about. It's, it's lifting as you climb. Mm -hmm. So if you need any type of assistance, reach out to us. Mm -hmm. That's what the DM is for. That's give you my personal number, whatever may be needed. Like, let's mm -hmm. make it happen. Right. I want to see brothers and sisters succeed. My brother's success is my success. My sister's success is my success. But also their pain is my pain. And that's what I've been saying, like what I've been feeling moving around in Carolina and seeing these places. Mm -hmm. 
where the resources are just inadequate and people are going without. So like I was saying, reach out, reach out, reach out, ask questions. Um, it's that time. Ask questions. If you don't understand, nobody not going to make you feel like you're dumb or nothing like that. Only stupid question is the question that you don't ask. Because if you had a question and you, you're robbing yourself of knowledge mm -hmm. to not ask that question to someone who may have that knowledge. Right. And a lot of times people, they may not have the information to give you, but they can at least point you in the right direction. Right. So that's maturity right there. Knowing when to ask the question and what to ask. That will open up a lot of doors for you. Reach out to us. We're here to be resources for you all. You all can be resources to us. We teach one another, and that's what it's all about. Else, come on, man. How can you talk to me, my brother? Yeah, man. Like, like he said, man. Just reach out because, like, you never know. I might know somebody that knows somebody that knows someone that you may need to know. <laughs> or I can help you out myself, man. Because, like, you know, we all we got at the end of the day, and you know, we still trying to push that 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 notion to like you know uplift each other and you know and depend on ourselves you know to you know be successful we can't look outside and then because say we want uh we want to go in somebody else next door at their house to have a seat at their table and they don't want us to come out there we have our own we build each other up we let each other in so it's like that's how it is man exactly and we shouldn't have to beg anyone else for anything bro because we have what it takes to produce by ourselves right that's what it comes down to at the end of the day but we're not gonna go on and on and on on this because we could this is one of the conversations yeah. right here that could just go all day long but appreciate you if you made it up until this point tap in with us on social media um Mr. Faithful on all platforms go ahead plug your information oh, yeah, brother man. my IG is 843 Eps 843 Eps Low yes. Country Baby yes sir <laughs>